Hey guys. What's going on everybody? Happy Thursday or whatever day it is that you are listening to this. Happy Thursday because you should be, you should, should be, you should have your post notifications on, whatever it's called. Yes, you so should. So it notifies you when there's a new episode, which is every Thursday. But right. And thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in once again. Uh, if you are following us, please subscribe. If you're not, feel free to share it um, with your friends. If you'd like to leave a, a review on the iTunes podcast, go ahead and leave the review. Um, Only if it's good, yeah. If it's mean, <laughs> please just send in an email. We get it. Constructive criticism. Yeah, we can live with that. Yes. But don't be mean. Um, but also... If you would like to support the ministry, join us over on Patreon. Um, A lot of times people come to us in our DMs because they have questions about things that were said or we don't address all their issues. It's easier for us to get into a small, intimate setting where we can do Bible studies and interact with people and answer all those questions. Um, So if we don't get to your DMs, we do respond fast on Patreon. I'm sorry, but... Sorry, we're only two people. We're only two people. This is our entire team. Everybody (laughs) on the team is literally my wife and I, you know, so... Pretty much you. Yeah. For now. God bless Safa. <laughs> Safa's working hard, my pregnant wife. Full time, full time. And that is exactly why Tavares will probably do, be doing most of the talking tonight. <laughs> As I worked full time today and I am pregnant and exhausted. So you guys, forgive me. But we pray that you are blessed by this podcast. Yeah, but today I want to talk about... Hopefully, Safa can still give um, some good feedback, even though... Baby mama tired, but uh, I want to say it's another misconception that we have in the church. And you've already seen the title of the episode, so you know where we're heading. But I want to do it in a two-part series. Partly, one, because we're tired, and two, we don't want to talk your ears off on this for an hour, you know, maybe 20, 30 minutes, and you can listen to the part two at another time. But a a big issue that I, I have in church is the fact that people, they confuse purity and virginity. And I think I think it was when we first released our T-shirts a couple years ago that I realized that that was a big issue when it's the we released the shirt, you know, and the logo just says my purity matters to God. Um, So there are people that are married with it, people that are single with it, people that are virgins with it, people that aren't. But there was a lot of people that would message us saying, hey, man, I want to support, but I'm not a virgin, you know, or I want to support, but I don't want to be a hypocrite. And I'm and I'm looking at it like. Well, you think because you had sex in the past that God doesn't view you as pure? Right, hopefully you, it's in the past. Being, well, true. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a huge factor. With some of the people that, that told me that to me, I do know that they were, you know, lukewarm and out there wilding, you know. But at the same time, it was some people that literally they weren't struggling with right. sexual sin right now. Something they probably struggled with in the past or, you know, pornography and things like that. And they just felt like, nah, if I wear that, I would be a hypocrite. Or maybe they know if they wear it and people at their home church see it after they were running the fool. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know it's a whole lot of factors, but my issue with it is that I realized a lot of people were just thinking about purity in regards to sex. Right. And it's like the Bible is talking way more than just about sex. And people are looking at it like God is not concerned about all these other aspects. You know, so I, I wanted to read this. Well, if you don't mind reading this verse in Psalm 119 verse 9 for us. Right here. How can a young person stay pure by obeying your word? Wow, you really sound like Bible audio. But <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, what's next? Was like? <laughs> but no, no, no. So this, ver- this verse, I'm sorry, but this verse, it does not say how, do, how can a young person stay pure by avoiding sex. 
You know what I mean? And it's, I feel like every time we mention purity, people just think, oh, avoid sex. Right. Uh, just no sex outside of marriage. But it's saying by obeying the word of God is how we live a pure life. So it's more than just what's in your bed, what toys you have that people don't know about, all these games and all these things. It's way more than just sex. And, you know, so, you know, definitely sexual sin is something we shouldn't play with. You know, the Bible is very clear about that, but this verse doesn't address sex, you know? Mm -hmm. So it shows us that God's view on purity is much bigger than, you know, what's going on in our bedroom, you know? So, well, I guess I could ask you, was there ever a time when um, you weren't having sex, but you know that you weren't living a pure life? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, A lot of people don't know this, but my name, Safa, is actually an Arabic name, and it literally means pure or innocent. And growing up, I hated people saying that I was pure. They wouldn't invite <laughs> me to anything. I remember, you know, in school, people would say, you know, I'm not going to invite Safa to, you know, when you're in high school, you want to be, you want to hang with the cool people. So I wanted to be invited to parties and stuff like that. I had never been to a party in my life. And they just wouldn't invite me because they thought I was too innocent. And so when I left high school... The parties school, were trash, though, babe. Don't worry. I'm sure they were. Thank God. You know, thank God for protecting me from myself. <laughs> because God only know where I could have been if, you know, they had said, yeah, come That's on. True, you know? So, I mean, but, you know, getting becoming older and graduating, you know, my, my senior year of high school into college... Um, I just was not really interested in being pure. I could care less. That wasn't my focus. And um, I would say, even though I wasn't, you know, I was still a virgin. I was still ha- not having sex. I, I, um, I, what do you call it? I would send pictures of myself mm. to someone I liked, mm. that, you know, like, and they weren't. They weren't appropriate, you know. And even though my face, it I wasn't in the Bible and Starbucks mm-hmm. picture. That girls put on captions saying "quiet time." No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Um, but I, but, but you know, and even though I, you know, I was, I guess you could call it "quote unquote" smart enough to never put my face in these pictures because God forbid, you know, the internet, you can never take anything down. Um, you know that that was me being rebellious yeah. in my walk with God. That was me, you know, you know, just looking at it like walking the 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 what is it walking the the fine line between, um, you know, just, just trying to see how I, how much I can go close to the edge without like completely tipping over. And, um, you know, that I feel like that definitely affected my walk with Christ at that, at at that point, because I started to, to, you know, really view, oh, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm a virgin. So, I mean, I'm still, I'm still technically pure and that isn't right. But I, I don't blame people who think like that in a sense, because I feel like that's the emphasis um, church, especially older yeah. churches, put on it. Like when you think of purity, they make it seem like all all they talk about. The, the, I'm not going to say all they talk about. The majority of what they talk about is don't have sex outside of marriage. Don't have sex. So what happens now is that people start to look they at that as, everything as long as you don't have sex out of marriage, and <laughs> you can, do anything, you can else, do anything else, then you're fine. And that's the problem. Yeah, definitely. And I want to say... And, and, you know, I'm glad you placed the emphasis on, yeah, doing all this nonsense while still being a virgin. Um, you know, and I think a lot of times there are a lot of virgins that are listening to this episode. I know people that are in their 30s and 40s that are virgins, you know, and, you know, like not even like the movie, like real life people mm-hmm. that are like that, you know, and many of them are honoring God and many of them are doing the absolute most, but they're not having quote unquote penetration. You know, right. you know, I'm sorry to put it like that, but, you know, it's a grown up podcast, really. But I think a lot of times it's so easy for us in our older churches and especially how I grew up, you know, that it was a great emphasis placed on that, that we don't know how to live pure 
All we know is don't sleep with her. All right, how how do I not get to that point? You right. know, or how do I avoid getting to the relationship that that's going to lead me down that path? Or what's causing me to want this so bad? You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of those things weren't addressed. You know, so that's the reason why I wanted to talk about um, this briefly. Mm-hmm. You know, so the first thing I wanted to bring up, you know, as Safa just alluded to it, you can be a virgin and not live a pure life at the same time. You know, so right. I don't want to, you know offend anyone who's a virgin and you know they have their virgin card and their purity ring on right now while they listen to this podcast and taking notes i don't want to offend you but i want you to fully understand that just because you're not actively having sex doesn't mean your heart is pure right doesn't mean your mind is pure especially because we live in a sex craved culture whereas you can't watch one tv show even if it's about the cooking channel they find some way to incorporate sex or to to, just to do something like that tv show you love they slide in the gay the gay relationship and it's not even the fact that they showed gay people it's the fact that they've had to get graphic in in the things they're doing and it's just like this did not add to the movie at all at all you know but it's these little things that the the enemy does you know to try to make our minds impure and our hearts impure and we don't even realize it and from such an early age too because a lot of these things might say pg-13 but they slide them in there and then you wonder why at your you know at, at 13 years old or and i know there are some teenagers that listen to this podcast at 15 years old you 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 are desiring um you know you 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 feel some type of lust in your flesh you're desiring to have um some type of you know i don't i don't want to say like um you don't want to have sex but you 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 want other things you want you want somebody you like that a little attention right you want a little attention you're very flirtatious you're sending pictures to people it's because the 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 society that we live in drives this um sex craved um feeling you just want to be loved you just and you're only 13 that's not even should that shouldn't even be your focus and i just feel like it's just the world we live in so and that's and that's how we got here yeah, definitely, man. I remember growing up in church as well, um, you know, having an issue with lust and still being a virgin. And, w- and what was crazy that you even mentioned that this thought just came to me was the amount of people that will look at me like, man, you're gay, man, you're weird, man, you're this, you're that, because I'm not having sex with all the girls right. in the church. And it's just like, man, I really thought we were supposed to not have sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That's <laughs> what's going through my head while they're looking at me like, bro. Something's wrong with you. You know, something's wrong with you. You know, <laughs> they looked at me like I was the issue. And I'm just like, nah, I really thought, you know, when they read that verse, God was, you know, telling the truth. Like, he really doesn't want me doing certain things. You know, so that just shows how naive I was, you know, what really was going on. But while I wasn't bragging about being a virgin, you know, I was definitely proud, you know, that I was saving myself. But while I was still not actively having sex, I was watching movies and TV shows with sex in it. Mm-hmm. I listened to songs um, that are quote unquote about love, but in reality, it's just talking about sex. Right. And a lot of them, you know, they're talking about sex. Hung out with friends that always talked about sex. So I'm I'm always around a topic while I'm not actively doing anything and then thinking I'm pure. Right. You know, so while I avoided the act of sin, I think I still entertain its lore, still entertain you know, all the things it brought around, you know, so it's, 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 it's weird to me because we like to say how we're avoiding, you know, going all the way, but actually we're trying to get as close to it as we can, you right. know what I mean? And still be saved and, or still right. please God. And I don't know if you, you, you know, you're going to mention this in, in a few minutes or so, but it always reminds me of the scripture that, that says, so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Like, yeah. if you, if you're already thinking about it, you're not pure. You know, your mind is not pure. And that's the, that's the 
that's the the heart of your being so there there you have it like you you know just because you don't have sex don't physically doesn't mean you haven't already gone there yeah yeah i heard someone say all of your thoughts are just seconds away from becoming your actions so guard your thoughts Mm -hmm. because in reality if you're thinking about sex all the time, it's only so long you're, until your body's going to say, hey, I want that now. Right. You know, it's only so long before your mind is going to go after what it keeps thinking about. Right. You know, so, you know, there are many people that's listening. And I, I, I'm not trying to place you in this category. It could just be us. It could just be a select few that are listening to it. But I know there are many people listening who won't have sex with their boyfriend or their girlfriend because they love God. But I want you to understand that doesn't automatically make you pure. Right. Because you, just because you're not actually having sex god is still not pleased when you're viewing pure viewing porn or viewing sexual things on tv or Or having conversations as simple as it seems that you shouldn't have because that's something i struggled with as well yeah i was very flirtatious i wouldn't go there (laughs) but i had a mouth on me and even then you know that's still you know it's it takes your mind to a place that it shouldn't be Mm mm-hmm yeah, so why you think, yeah, I'm not having sex, but yeah, those sending those nudes and checking out those only them girls on OnlyFans, yeah, bro, it's the same thing. You know, so even if you're 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 a person that's not sending it or you are sending, envisioning that is leading you down a path that you don't want to play with. Right. Because the Bible mentions can a man take fire into his bosom and not get burned? It is it's impossible to play with fire and not get burned. Right. It's not possible for you to let me just let me just entertain this little bit of lust and no big, no, no big deal. You know, no, no harm, no foul. Yeah, but your your mind is going to eventually crave something that you shouldn't have woken mm-hmm. up. Um, we read this verse all the time on this podcast, but Matthew five twenty seven through twenty eight, it says, "You have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looks on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery." has committed adultery with her already in his heart. Mm-hmm. You know, so Jesus already mentioned to us that we're in the sin if we are already desiring it. You know, so I think it's very easy. I mean, don't get me wrong. All of us can be guilty of thinking something. So right. it's not like a thought passed your head. Uh, you're in sin. God's ready to send you to hell. No, it's when you start desiring it. When that thought, you keep that thought in your mind, when you're not shifting those thoughts out of your mind, then right. God is looking at you like, yeah, you're you over here condemning the person in adultery and homosexuality and all these things in the church when you're in that same sin, but you're just not you're just thinking it. Right. You're desiring it. You want it. You're in the same issue. You know, so it's so easy for us to feel as though, man, I got it all together. Yeah, on the outside. But eventually all of that crumbles if the inside isn't pure, right. if the mind isn't pure, mm-hmm. because you're always going to keep going after whatever you're craving, whatever you're feeding yourself. You know, so I, I do want to make clear, though. I'm not saying, and it's often also not saying, that virginity is not important. No one is saying, ah, you know, whatever, I'm thinking it anyways, let me just go ahead and go smash. No, and no, don't no, no, do no. that. That's not what we're saying. You know, so if you're a person that's a virgin, please keep waiting until marriage. There are amazing benefits Trust to it. Trust me, it's worth it. It's other definitely than, worth it. Other than simply, uh, I don't want to offend people, or I don't want to make God mad, or I don't want people to judge me in church. It's way more benefits to honoring God Mm -hmm. than that, you know? So I definitely want you to be clear, you know, but I want us to understand that this isn't, our goal on earth isn't just, I'm a virgin, I'm pure. No, no, no. The goal is always to honor God, you know? So God is never going to overlook your effort to honor him and, you know, obey his word. God is never going to overlook that. But our point is that 
Christians shouldn't wave it around as though it's some trophy. Right. Like, ah, I'm a virgin. Right. You're not. Exactly. Don't make other people feel um, less than because they, they've fallen into sin or they've fallen into um, sex before marriage. And neither should we think, okay, well, I'm a virgin. I deserve a virgin spouse or I'm going to get me a good spouse because I'm a virgin. Listen. None of that has anything to do with why we are honoring God. The reason why you honor God with your body is because you want to bring glory to his name. Right. It has nothing to do with your spouse. It has nothing to do with the opinions of anyone else. The goal of purity is to honor God, is to be closer to God. Our goal in everything that we do should always be, how can I get closer to Jesus and Mm -hmm. stay further away from sin? But another thing that I want to mention, I have to to read the verse um, in regards to this is that purity begins in our hearts. So I want, so if you don't mind reading first Samuel 16 and seven, it says, but the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him for the Lord seeth not as man seeth for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. I should have read it because I just made South read all that King James and a lot of y'all are Probably like, what like, kind what of Shakespeare? Look at them. <laughs> you know, that's why I just said looks. Like when I say that, I, I read it in New King James, even though I put it down as King James. But in this verse we see right here is Samuel. Um, right now, God has rejected Saul. Saul is disobedient. God is not going to use him anymore. And Samuel gets told, hey, you're going to go and find me the next king in the house of Jesse. So he gets there. And he takes one look at Eliab, um, Jesse's son, and he's like, oh, this is definitely the person that God has anointed to be king. And then God looks at him like, yeah, don't look at how good he looks. Don't look at his stature or his appearance, basically. No, because I've rejected him, you know, and he tells Samuel, the people, you know, we as humans, we look on outward appearance and we judge people by how they look and how saved they look and how deep they look and how mm-hmm. churchy they look and how amazing their songs are. And we go by all of these shallow things and God is like, no, but I actually see the heart of the person that's there. Right. You know, so while God tell him he rejects him, you know, God, God redirects Samuel all the way through all the brothers until he gets to David. And we see that David is someone that, you know, probably no one would have chosen. There was something But there was something within him that God knew that this was the type of person I need leading my people because he had a heart for God. He had the same kind of heart that God would want for his people, a good, a shepherd type heart. You know, so the reason why I bring that up is because many times we think our purity, like I just mentioned, is all about, oh, I'm not doing this. Oh, hey, I'm doing this. I'm not doing it. No, but in reality, God is looking at the heart. You know, so while you may you may show all of your, you know, your actions, a lot of times we do these things because we know we could get recognition right. or we do this from man. Yeah. You're trying to impress people or you want to tell your spouse, oh, I'm a virgin. Yeah. But you watch hours of pornography and now your wife can't compete with the woman that you've been idolizing the last 10 years because your mind isn't pure. Right. You know, so it's so easy for us to think, oh, OK, well, let's just look on the outside. But, you know, many times, you know, we have to understand that God is paying attention to the things that we can't see. And that's God, what matters the most at the end of the day. Because I don't care how saved I look and I don't care how many people I inspire if my life was never pleasing God. Right. Because I know a lot, I say some things and people argue in the comments and, you know, they're, they're the ones that clearly don't read their Bible sometimes because the way they argue, it just makes me realize I'm not sure if you're mad at me or God. Like, 
there's a there's times when I tell people we have to honor God if we're claiming to be Christians. We have to obey his word. And they debate that. And they debate it. And Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments, meaning don't just use your words to say how much you love me, but honor me with your actions. I want to see the fruit come out of it. You know, and then when I say verses like that, people say it's like a works based salvation. But in reality, no, but God sees what's in your heart. Mm -hmm. So God sees the reason the only way you're not going to be honoring God is because it's something in your heart that has to come out. Right. It's something in your heart that he's still trying to work on. You know, so that's that's my reasoning behind but we say these things and we see that David said um, in Psalm 139, 23 through 24, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. You know, so we see that David, exactly why God wanted this type of man to be king, because he doesn't, he knows that I don't see all the issues in my life. Right. God, you see those blind spots. You see the times when I repented of all my fornication, but I didn't repent of all the flirting I was doing, all the nudes I was sending, all of this, and I was all all those things. I didn't repent of it. And he said, God, but if there's something in me that I didn't repent of, then you should expose that to me so I can repent. So many times we repent over the the outward actions. Right. God wants to wash us in our heart, you know. So it, it's just it's just something that we need to understand that is not something that starts on the outside. Jesus is making it clear, if you don't mind. Um, reading that verse, Matthew 12, verses 34 through 35. Oh, generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. So Jesus is making it clear to us here that we can't speak the right thing if our heart isn't right. Whatever is in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to, man, I keep on flirting with Safa and I'm, I'm making these sexual type um, remarks and things are getting a little extra. I'm only saying what's in my heart. I want to be making certain passes at her or she want to make certain passes at me. Mm -hmm. I want to send certain images or she want to send certain things if it wasn't something in me that needed to be addressed. So a lot of times we go to church and we try to dance around and we try to praise and and do all do do the absolute most to look spiritual. We post our quotes on social media and do all these things. And God is like, yeah, you just got a thousand likes on your picture, but your heart is still far from me. Right. So what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Like who are who are we impressing when we when we look saved and we get these titles and we just act like we have it all together because social media, everybody's just perfect and everybody's so spiritual and everybody's the best dressed and everybody has the perfect aesthetic and their timeline is just perfect. Like, but God is like, but I see your heart. Right. You're not impressing him. You're not impressing me. God is like this. A lot of times we, we, I, I, I know I keep saying, but it's like, why are we so worried about how we look to everyone but God? We're worrying about how everybody's going to view us and we want to look saved and spiritual in reality, we're just faking, like take the mask off. Mm -hmm. God wants to deal with the real you. He wants to deal with what's inside right. of you. That's what this episode should have been named. Take the mask off. Whew. The road to Damascus. <laughs> word, word to Israel. But it's not. It's, <laughs> well, if that's how you pronounce his name. But I think I think that's what we really um, want to drive home. Um, this, this is not the end of the podcast. Definitely going to do two parts because I don't want to make it overwhelmingly long. But I think we need to understand that. 
if Jesus says you can only speak what's in your heart because out of your your mouth comes what's in your heart mm -hmm. and then then he's saying I'm not looking on the outward appearance but I'm looking at the heart we have to understand that God is saying yeah you're only going to speak what is pure when your heart is looking at what's pure right you're only going to believe what is pure. you're only going to believe you're only going to um like say God's word if you have it inside of you you're only going to curse if all you're consuming is shows by cursing and blah 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 by cursing whatever mm -hmm. whatever is inside of you it has to come out garbage in garbage out right but if you feed yourself with the will of god then it'll be able to come out then the things of god will be able to come out and i don't have a great transition i'm not as cool as kev on stage but <laughs> word to our sponsor of today's episode so i want to give a shout out to BetterHelp, which is a resource that you know we tell you guys about all the time because um christians we need to prioritize our mental health um, and I believe that's something that's very important is a lot of people that struggle with the, I want to say spirit of suicide. I'm not going to just make it seem as though, oh, is this always depression? Sometimes we have to pray through some things. And I believe that the church used to do a great emphasis on that. And sometimes they never made an emphasis on actual therapy, mm -hmm. which is the reason why I love this because yeah, it's some, it's something, it's some demons you can cast out, but it's some some emotional trauma you have to deal with. Right. You, you can't, you, you, you got to, you got to talk it out. You need a counselor, you know, better help is able to assess, you know, your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist. They'll be able to connect in a safe and private online environment. So you don't have to worry about, you know, getting your information out to anyone, you know, counselors can be contacted at any time. You can set up phone or video calls as you desire. So if you're a person that's facing some type of depression, stress, anxiety, anger, you know, trauma, any of those things, they're there to help you. We will pray for you for sure. Yes. But absolutely. we believe it is okay to have Jesus and a therapist. Right. You know, so there are many people using BetterHelp that they've started to recruit additional counselors in all 50 states. If you're feeling burdened down, I want you to enjoy a more blessed and stress-free life. As one of our listeners, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash godly. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health again. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash godly. Man, this episode is going much longer than I anticipated, but we here now. So <laughs> the last thing, the last point I want us to dive into before we end and, you know, finish this up in a part two is that purity is also about what we entertain. And obviously we briefly touched on that. And a couple of the other um, points. But Saf, if you don't mind, Saf is my personal Bible reader today. Psalms 101 verse 3. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. You guys know about those preachers back in the days where they'd be like, read. And then they have, <laughs> they have the person read it. And it's like, pause, write it, write right, it. And then right. they preach it. You know, <laughs> That's what Saf is to be right now because we both half sleep trying to get through this for y'all. All right. So I like that. I like that verse. And in the NLT, David said he refused to look at NL, anything vile and vulgar in case the King James was just a little, you know, hard to understand. You know, and many of us, honestly, we cannot say that we have made that same declaration in our lives. I cannot honestly say I'll never say anything perverse before my eyes. And if we have, you know, maybe in an emotional moment in prayer or maybe, you know, some moment at the altar. But did we actually mean it? And if we meant it, did our actions prove that we weren't going to set anything, you know, before our eyes again that wasn't, you know, 
pleasing to God. You know, and the reason why I like it is because there's a lot of intention. And like, he's so intentional about what he's saying in that verse. But, you know, because he said he wouldn't let anything sinful in front of his eyes. Not that he wouldn't walk past something or he wouldn't see something on the TV or see someone at the mall or see someone on social media dressed inappropriately. But I will not put that in front of my eyes. Right. And a lot of times we say, man, these girls on social media naked again. Yeah, but you followed her. You liked her picture. She got the impression, oh, this gets me the likes. I'm going to post my G-string again. Right. So if we choose to follow them, we're choosing to set something before our eyes that isn't pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. So it's a completely different thing when, you know, people just randomly do the most. We, we all know how people do the most. But it's a difference when we actually choose to follow something or choose to watch a show or choose to listen to something mm -hmm. that we know isn't pleasing to God, you know, because we can't help what we run into, but we can definitely help what we choose to meditate on, you know? So I, I, I know I'm going to offend people, but like, what are your music options? You know, we touched on this before, but in reality, we need to talk about it because as we see, I don't care to give him any attention because it's clear that this kid wanted attention, but a little Nas X kid, you know, he blatantly disrespected God you know, blatantly made a mockery of our faith with his with his song, with his performance on, you know, Saturday Night Live or whatever late night performance thing that he was on. You know, and we can pretend that these people aren't leading us astray, but you'd have to be blind in order to think that's not the case. You'd have to be spiritually blind or spiritually deaf and not hearing God tell you, stay away from some of these artists. Right. Stay away from some of these things that they're trying to feed you because they're telling you it's art. They're telling you it's just it's just a nice beat. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a power of music. You know, it's no big deal. When in reality, they're disrespecting God. You know, so many of us we're not gonna we're not gonna curse. We're not gonna, you know, snap on anybody. We're not gonna mistreat women. Yeah, but I'm gonna listen to the rapper that calls them B's and H's. And how does that work? How does how does I how do I get myself? How do I allow God to conform me into His image? while choosing to hold on to the things of the world, right. you know, and I definitely know it's definitely a hard saying some of the things that I say, but I would hope that you guys understand the perspective that I'm coming from. I don't want you to feel as though anyone is supposed to leave this podcast and just be perfect. I don't get off this podcast and just live a perfect life. Right. But the point is, if I want to be more like Jesus, am I going to listen to Maverick City music or Cardi B? Come on now, fam. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm, I, nah, nah. Shout out, shout out the evangelist Cardi. I got nothing against evangelists. All right, <laughs> that's not the point of why I just said that. I'm just saying, like, we have to take inventory of what the things that we're feeding ourselves right. because this stuff in general causes a certain spirit to come into our lives. The Bible mentions that when God wasn't pleased with Saul and He removed His spirit from Saul and removed His approval from Saul, He sent the evil spirit to Saul. But when David played the music in front of Saul's presence, the evil spirit that was tormenting Saul left, meaning God sent a spirit to torment Saul. But David played worship music that freed him from that. There is power in power music. In music. Yep, there sure is. There's power, in, there's power in the media that we place around ourselves. It can literally build us up or it can tear us down. I'm not saying you go listen to Drake tomorrow, you're going to burn in hell. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just letting you know when you do choose to listen to Drake or whoever you choose to listen to, you're inviting a spirit. Right. 
And if that thing comes with a spirit that doesn't lead you closer to God, chances are it might it might cause you to desire some things that God doesn't want your appetite chasing after. Right. No, I no, I was just going to agree with you. I think the most powerful thing about Thank you for talking, babe. Jeez. <laughs> I think the most powerful thing about music is that people don't realize how powerful it is. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because people people always think that music don't affect them. But everything you listen to affects you in some way, especially if it's on re- on repeat. If it's complete if it's repetitive, it's going to affect you in some way. You start realizing, you start feeling a certain type of way about a certain type of people uh or you start, you know, acting a certain type of way, you got to consider um the music um I think I think that's how it gets that's how it gets a lot of people because you don't realize how much power music can have. Yeah, I think that was the reason why I couldn't stop cursing. And I know it sounds like I won't take accountability, but I would I stopped cursing, but I still listen to a lot of rap music that they curse all the time. Mm-hmm. And in my head, ah, oh, it's no big deal. And a lot of movies I watch, you know, movies curse all the time. And I'm just thinking, ah, oh, no big deal. I'm over it until someone made me mad and boom. Oh, it came out. Ticking time bomb. And I ain't <laughs> say never the, realized. I ain't say the F word that the last F word I said was fasting. And I ain't say that. I was like, how did I didn't even know that was in there. Yeah. But in reality, it's sowing a seed. Everything right. that we do is gonna sow a seed. And eventually it has to a harvest has, it has to, come. to come out. It has to come out, you know. So that's what I want you to understand. You know, what are you watching? Are you placing things in front of your eyes? You know that you're rebuking the devil in church. You're rebuking the devil in your prayer time, but then you're holding hands with him when you start watching TV. You're holding hands mm. with him when you're listening to music, or you, you know, my pastor was like, you know, we're rebuking the devil, but we're lying with the devil, dancing with the devil, walking with the devil, holding hands, and, and like, but you're rebuking him. How right. how does that work? You know, we're we're playing, we're trying to rebuke the very same thing that we're entertaining, and you can never, you can never you know, rebuke something that you entertain. You can never rebuke something that you invited. Right. Like, so you have to choose to uninvite it. And if you, if you continue saying, well, God, I'm not going to have sex before marriage anymore. But then you still listen to Chris Brown saying, well, he going to put you back to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's what you're thinking about. Right. I'm sorry. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me be honest. Since, since I'm the only one want to be honest right here, but the Bible mentions in Philippians four and eight, it's the last verse I'm gonna leave you with before I get to before I before we do the part two, I should say. But Philippians four and eight says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think, think about, about these, these things. things. Paul let them Paul lets them know there's a lot of things you can think about. A lot of things that a lot of trials are going to come your way. A lot of temptations are going to come your way. But if it's not honorable, stop thinking about it. Right. If it's not just stop thinking about it. I know that person crossed you and you want to curse him out. But if it's not something lovely about to come out of your mouth, get that thought out of your mind. Because it's so easy for us to allow our minds to get stressed, overwhelmed, allow all these things to feed us. you know. But if it's not worthy of praise, if it's not bringing us to a place where we want to give glory to God, and those aren't things that we need to keep inside of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know we're a little long-winded today, man. But I definitely, I think we'll go live with our Patreon crew to get some feedback on them regarding this. So if you want to join the conversation, be sure to check out our Patreon. 
you know, but we're thankful, you know, for you guys that listen to the end of the episode. Please stay tuned for part two if you really enjoyed this one. Um, we definitely have a lot more, you know, it's like I wrote, self I said, a book worth of notes, you know, <laughs> but yeah, we definitely have a lot more that we want to engage in and dialogue with you guys in, man. But if this isn't your first time, thank you for tuning in again. Thank we you. Pray that you guys share it with a friend. Peace. Peace.